welcome to a mini breakdown with Ashley and Chris, where they answer your questions and meet with real brides to break down their wedding every week. Dude, you guys were hardcore asking for that mom episode. Hardcore. And we just finished recording it. A lot of engagement. A lot of people re- responding on, on Instagram and talking to you. Yeah, the I like have had some really insightful conversations with you guys. You've been like having novel conversations with people like paragraphs of paragraphs. Literally, people I don't know personally, but I know because they participate in like our podcast polls and stuff. I've learned so much about you guys and what you guys struggle with that's different than what I struggled with, which is really amazing. So I just want to thank you guys first and foremost for participating and being open and vulnerable it really helps us to create these episodes really in a way that helps you. And so before we get into today's uh, mini breakdown, I just want you guys to know how weird you're going to think next Monday's episode is going to be, but also equally awesome. (laughs) It's a different format. (laughs) It is. I love it. You want to tell them about it? Yeah. So basically what we decided to do was we, we feel like we keep coming back to these themes. Have intentional conversations. Get your wedding wine. Like constantly. Like it's always, it seems like the step is always to have a conversation, which that's good. Sometimes we can give you guys a spin on that and all that stuff. But really we feel, we felt like there needed to be this additional layer that's like, oh, we wish we could just sit down and like have a conversation with your moms because I'm a firm believer and people don't change um, because other people want them to change. They only change whenever they have this realization about themselves. And so, drum roll, what we're doing next... (laughs) Thanks for the drum roll. What we're doing next Monday is uh, half of the episode is... So, we still shoot the shit. Um, We Half of the episode is about um, us addressing some of the questions and things that we received messages about. Um, For you that participated, talking about, you know mothers and and how you know that might be affecting your wedding day with your opinions and things like that so there was lots in that we talk about that we impact that and then the last half of the episode we actually record a section just for your mom obviously Mm -hmm. you can still listen to but we are going to be saying all of the things that you wish that you could say to your mom that maybe you don't feel like you have the permission to say or the freedom to say and so we're gentle we're kind, we hype your mom up, but we also present some hard truths that potentially they need to hear. Exactly. And I think that as long as you have a mom, which and parent, parent, it's generally moms who are overbearing, but yeah, as long as you have a mom who is willing to do something because you asked them to, they're going to listen to this and they're going to enjoy it and we tell you at one point like here's the like minute mark we'll say like okay now is the time to send to mom tell her to start listening at one hour and then she can you know hear our little 30 minute chit chat with her yep she's not going to care about us shooting the shit and all that stuff but she will care about um you you sharing this resource with her um and again ask her you know and if you think your mom is someone who would enjoy you depending on on how you are distancing from people you know in terms of covid and stuff like that you may 
uh, just send it to her and say, hey, will you listen to this? We can have a conversation about it afterwards. Or if you think your mom is someone who uh, would really appreciate you guys listening together, you can do that as well. Totally up to you and your comfort zone. Uh, but we're excited. And we, I, I don't know, Ashley, how do you think it went? I thought it went really well. Super well. And it's not that I didn't think it would go well, but it like Chris and I finished and we were like, whoa, like yeah. that was so good whenever we say whoa or wow at the end of an episode like that's a good vibe i feel like we put on different voices too like different tones like we're a little more um caring totally yeah yeah we definitely have the i'm talking to mom voice on yeah so you they your baby loves you (laughs) so again we that is happening and that will be dropping uh in just a few days on monday uh but today um, we are actually not going to be diving into Q&A questions. We're going to be saving those. Um, if we're just going to be honest with you guys, we have a lot going on right now. Like a ton. Like a lot, a lot. Ashley's getting ready to go out of town um, Which makes times. me really nervous. Yeah, I'm going I'm going to be gone from my house. Like Justin is going to have to be holding down the fort and... I have to like trust people to stay at my house. Like there's all, all these like factors of going out of town. It's like weird, but I'm going to be gone for like two weeks, like total myself. Cause I'm yeah. doing a trip on my own. And then Justin and I are going to kind of have like finally our little honeymoon. And yeah. I'm excited. I'm also a little stressed ex- out about it. I'm excited for you guys too. I really, really hope that you can get into relaxation mode. Thank you. Thank you. I really, really appreciate that. I hope so too. I think just lining up things here at home um, will help me a lot, but I'm also like, please don't get sick while you're traveling. Like that's my yep. biggest fear. I don't want to get sick again. And but yeah, I, I also just have a lot going on too. We just got a puppy, which I'm going to talk way more about in Monday's episode. Um, but guys, I'm tired. Like there's a lot that goes into that. Those Chris of you is that not had, sleeping. Yeah, I'm not sleeping. There's a lot that goes into it. And then also my family's coming into town, uh, which is great. We love when our family comes into town, but anyone who's had family comes into town knows that, knows gotta that clean it's a, the house. you got to clean the house. Gotta then buy you extra have groceries. them here. <laughs> you got to buy more groceries. And then there's like, you got to clean the house after. So we're just prepping for all of that. So we love you guys. No Q and a this week, but we do have an amazing interview with Brenda and Ben. Can you tell us a little bit about them? Ashley, you worked with them. You shot their wedding. I did. I shot their wedding in October of 2019. I want to say Ben was actually our first groom that we've had the opportunity to interview, which was actually really fun for Chris. Probably. Yes, it was cool. (laughs) I it, it was really nice. He's really funny. And Brenda is so sweet. They were one of my couples um, back in 2019. I want to say it was in the fall. They have a couple of common themes that I feel like a lot of people will resonate with. They had some familial tension and just differences with family and how maybe family preconceived the way that the wedding should Yeah, they made some assumptions about what they thought should happen. Definitely. And, you know, they had some differences in faith and that kind of comes to a head and you kind of have to face it when it's time for a wedding. And then also like some funny things. They like there was a really little mess up at the reception that now they look back and laugh at. And they tell you like their favorite moments of the day and, you know, all the good things that you can normally expect from these breakdowns, which I know you guys freaking love these. So before we waste any more of your time, let's dive in. 
Welcome to the Wedding Breakdown, where we talk to real brides and break down their wedding day. Today, I am joined by Ashley, as usual, and we have a super special treat uh, because we have a husband and wife on today. So we have Brenda and Ben. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. How are you guys? We're good. Good. Ashley, how are you? I'm good. I'm a little worried, you know, my uh, internet is going to be weird today. I'm just waiting for it to like totally lag and me disappear from this conversation <laughs> other than that i'm great but your audio is here and your audio is good so Thanks. i'm super excited to have another guy on the podcast uh so ben i'm super thankful that you're here today and feel free to chime in and give any kind of perspective uh as you want and uh we're gonna get started though if that is cool with you guys why don't you guys tell us when you got married how long you've been married and when your wedding was and where it was Okay. So, um, I'm Brenda and we got married in Wichita. That's where, um, we both are from and we're now living in Overland Park. Um, and then we actually got married at the Hudson. We had our ceremony and reception, um, at the Hudson. Um, and then we got married in October, 2019, October 19, 2019. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about our wedding day and where we got married and when we got married. I never realized it was 10, 19, 19. <laughs> That's so, cool. I got very little control over the wedding. And one of the things she said, I want an October wedding. So the first thing I did, I looked at October and I was like, what is the easiest date to remember? <laughs> 1919. And it was a Saturday and it was done. And nice. you're like, oh, That's hands down. That's happening. That's my yeah. dog's. Yeah, I that's totally... we have our dog in here, so hopefully she doesn't go nuts. Nah, and it's real life too. It's no big deal. <laughs> dog doggies are barping. Barping. I don't know what barping is. Uh, but that's really cool that you went and did that. Now, Ben, the only downside to that is if you ever forget, like you have no excuse. So <laughs> <laughs> that, that is very true. But I thought ahead. Try to make it easy as possible on myself, you know. Yeah, I totally get it. So let me go ahead. And since you had very little uh, inspiration, like planning, let me, I'm going to kick this one to Brenda. Brenda, would you describe like the vision that you were going for with your wedding? So think decor, feel, vibe, um, all of that stuff. So this is an interesting one because my vision, as far as aesthetics and details go, it changed quite a bit in really? the beginning. It did. So Okay, so I'm going to stop you right now. Can you t so you can share but I also I'm curious to know what they changed from like what you were and then the different things that they changed to. My vision as far as like style and aesthetics like initially I thought I was going to want to go rustic but then it completely changed and I don't think I went rustic. I Not at all. I felt like I ended up going more minimalistic and I feel like kind of simple. Um, I felt like I did less as I felt like I was doing less is more. I felt like my centerpieces, I had very, very simple, like dainty centerpieces. And I really like carnations and I thought I was going to get judged for <laughs> having carnations at my wedding because 
I mean, I feel like they're known as like, you know, very inexpensive flowers, but I feel like they're kind of making a comeback. Um, yeah. And then as far as um, other things, you know, our guests, like we wanted our family there. I think that's what we both envisioned. And both of our families, we have pretty big families. And this includes like our cousins. And Benny and I like talked about it. Um, it's kind of really crazy how both he and I were really close to all of our aunts and uncles on both sides. And we're really close to all of our cousins on both sides. So we kind of consider those like our immediate families. As right. Well. And then when we were making the guest list, it was just like, we, we had a number in our mind. And then once we wrote everyone else's name down, we're like, oh, we went way over that number. Like, I didn't think it was going to be this, this hard to, or this easy to get there. And then, uh, so cutting that number down, um, kind of made it a bit of a, a challenge at first, but I think we got through it pretty quickly. So it was definitely very important for you guys to have all of your family. So why some people might say their immediate families, like mom, dad, siblings, grandparents, you were like, no, nah, immediate for us is like cousins, aunts, you know, uncles, that whole kind of thing. So yeah. what would you say that your wedding why was? Like, why did you guys decide to celebrate like your marriage with a ceremony and a reception? Was family tied into that at all? Yes, I would say so. And I would say ceremony wise, we, I know we disappointed some family members. Um, we didn't have a traditional uh, Catholic ceremony, probably like his parents envisioned or like what they wanted um, when we first told them um, about our wedding plans. That conversation was pretty heavy. Yeah. <laughs> so we kind of did what we wanted to do. And, and I think that's what I really liked is I think we put us first before anybody else's um, expectations. Yeah. We just kind of made it us. And I think even, you know, Benny's sister, after the wedding, she even realized like how personalized we kind of made everything that day. Yeah. How did you guys manage those conversations, especially like with Ben's family and having to tell them like, we are going to get married at our venue, not at a church. How did that go? How did you guys manage that? Ben, did you have to kind of take over? I mean, that's probably not really Brenda's role. <laughs> yeah. It got, uh, it got awkward pretty fast. Um, I would say I, I had a lot of liquid courage that day. Um, <laughs> when I first brought it up for sure. Um, and I, and I wasn't going to bring it up that day. Cause I think I brought it up on a Thanksgiving or Christmas. Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Um, but you know, like how family is, I like, keep asking questions and I finally had to answer. And so I kind of dropped it on them on a holiday, yeah. which is probably the worst time to ever drop that news. Um, so emotions were pretty high, uh, to say the least. Yeah. And we, had to come back and talk about it um later on probably a week or two later we yeah. met up at like a coffee shop with my parents and kind of actually had the heart to heart um yeah. it all worked out in the end um yeah. i think initially they were it was a uh, tough for them to grasp but you know today I mean, it is what it is now I and mean, they were they had a good time at the wedding they they got it they understood it and 
you know, once we uh, told them our reasons and everything, um, they were on board. So it ended up working out at the end. What, um, what were your reasons that you gave them that were strong enough that they could understand? Oh, I, I, I just told them what we wanted. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, just if we want to have the religious philosophical debate, we can. I just it yeah. grew up that way, was told to operate that way, never uh, resonated with me. And so growing yeah. up, like, as I got older, I just never was into it. And so gotcha. I didn't want to, to me, if I wasn't a true believer in all in on it, why would yes. I be married under that umbrella? I felt like I wasn't being true to myself. And I don't think that would be fair to myself or the religion itself. So yeah. for me, I didn't want to, again, start our whole relationship off with a big lie. And then that was one of the reasons why we really wanted to, um, pay for this wedding ourselves is because the second you take a dollar from someone, they get a vote and I didn't want anybody's vote. I just wanted to do what we wanted to do. Yeah. I love that. You you saying we need to stay true to ourselves, and it's a huge respect thing. And you guys do need to honor what you believe and what feels right for you. And that would just, I, if it, it doesn't, if it's not resonating in your heart, well, it'd be so hard to just like stand up there and just be doing something because other people are expecting you to do it. You're just feeling like it's a lie from the get go or performance. That's that feels a little bit more like the word that I want. Like that could have felt way more like a performance in this. You're like, we're doing what's true to us. Yeah. We were much comfortable with, with it for sure. With what we did. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm really proud of you guys. I mean, that's something that's extremely difficult, especially when it comes to parents and whatever religion, religion that you grew up with to, sit down and have that conversation. And then, you know, even again, showing just how mature you guys are to circle back around, to have the conversation again, to want to basically like explain and then leave that place. I can imagine on a united front with parents is huge. And and I can imagine that was very uniting for both of you to go through that process as well. Yeah. And I think it's important too, that you guys mentioned that because I think a lot of people go through this you follow in your like you do things for your family and it's just it's true of this modern world of people developing their own belief system or you know whatever you have you and just following your heart i love that love that i think when uh whenever you're having a wedding there's always there's always people who have certain expectations um and i think you gotta kind of balance those with what you want and what you desire and kind of go for it um and then I don't, I don't know if you guys knew this. I think actually you did, but we had a, um, Brenda had a, we had a second, we had two oh, ceremonies. Yeah. So we had a traditional Laotian yeah. ceremony one day and then a non-denominational American ceremony the next day. So the fact that we were doing something specifically for Brenda's culture and then we didn't do Catholic was just like salt in the wind. So it was a, yeah. oh. it wasn't a heavy conversation with, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a heavy conversation for sure, but um uh, we, we talked it out and it ended up, I mean, you know, we worked out with the, the family and let them know yeah. you want to do what you want to do and it works out. Yeah. Eventually they yeah. came around. Yeah. Yeah. Respect that's, goes a really long way. That's good. That That's something, I mean, those decisions were all intentional decisions and, you know, getting on the topic of intention, was there anything else that you guys incorporated into your wedding day that was intentional things that you guys did um, to kind of make the day more representative of who you are and what your rep, uh, relationship is? I think 
the ceremony part, I felt like we put a lot of thought into the ceremony piece because it was something that, you know, like I've never seen on my side of the family. And then I think it's also something that Benny's never seen like on his side of the family. Um, So I think trying to figure out how we wanted our ceremony to be. I think we both knew that we didn't want to have like your traditional um, like vows and opening and all of that. I mean, we still had like the intro and we still said a little bit of a traditional vow towards the end, but I like that we both had a pretty good piece to say. Um, We both wrote um, our own pieces and we didn't get to hear what one another had to say until the the ceremony. Oh, wow. Benny's boss was actually um, who officiated our wedding so his boss was like all right I will he goes how about you guys write your pieces and then let's just make sure you guys are on the same page because I don't want one person to be serious and the other person be goofy and then when you go up there and talk it's not going to mesh so his boss was the only one that got to read or know what was going to be said ahead of time and then once he read it, we were actually both on the same pet page, which I was r- really surprised about. I didn't think that we were going to be in line at all. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Now, when you say peace, are, the, are you talking about your personal, like the vows that you said, you guys like said personal vows? Yeah. And like how I think we see one another and how like we see our relationship and what we remember from it and, and the beginning mm. and how it started. Cool. I feel like now I'm like, I need to go watch this video. (laughs) I need to remind myself about all of these things. It's weddings are such a blur. Yeah. You you go to them like every single week. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I do. I do. Only 52 weekends in a year. (laughs) I know it's crazy. So with your wedding day, what was when you were able to look back what was a moment that's like really stands out as a big high for both of you guys? I think being able to see all of our friends and our family. And then also my favorite part is um, after the ceremony when Benny and I did our um, golden hour session together. Mm-hmm. I really liked being able to break away from everyone and that we got it wasn't necessarily, I guess, like alone, alone time, but we got to just be together without a crowd around us. So Yeah. Yeah. Ben, are there any moments that stood out to you that were, you know, some of your favorites throughout the day? Yeah, I think the, I think having that alone time during that golden hour photo session was definitely big. Um, for me, it really set in as we were walking out of the ceremony. That's where like, it was like, okay, we're done. Let's, let's party and have a good time. And so to me, that was like the high moment. So the stress was gone. Now it's just party time. Let's go have, let's go have a few drinks and hang out with the family. So for me, that was probably the the biggest high. Yeah, That was a I really like cool that. moment. I still picture, I like literally can still play you guys walking down. Cause you guys also did like a pedal toss. Was it pedal toss? Yeah, we did. <laughs> oh, I definitely had 
I vividly remember a bunch of my friends balling up the pedals and throwing them right at my face <laughs> about four or five times. It wasn't even that long of a walk, but it was that's hilarious. It was pretty funny. Getting plummeted in the face with flowers. <laughs> yep, so good. That was really fun. So on on the flip side of that, is there any low moments of the day that kind of that kind of come to mind? You know, maybe things that didn't quite go the way that you wanted to, or that made you sad. Anything like that for you guys? Yes, I would definitely say that, you know, it wasn't perfect. Um, we had a couple of hiccups and I don't think I ever got sad about any of it. I think I was prepared um, and knew that going in that it wasn't going to be perfect and, you know, things were going to mess up or get out of, you know, fall out of place. Um, but I think one of the, and I don't know if you know this, Ashley. So our first dance song. Uh-huh. That was actually not the right version. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, we, I'm serious. We, Brenda had picked out in a, an acoustic version yeah. um, a, or a cover of a song, and they played the original, which was very upbeat and like techno-y, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, right when whoa. it came on, I go, Brenda, this is the <laughs> wrong version. And Brenda's oblivious because she's just like ready to do the first dance, and she's like, what do you mean? I go, it's the wrong version. Listen, and she's like, what do we do? I go, I can tell the DJ to stop right now or we just push through it. And she's like, let's just push through it. And so we <laughs> danced to the completely wrong song. It was hilarious. Okay, wait, no what, one what was the song? Nobody knew. So, so the song is Sam Smith Latch. and Or wait, I think the original artist is Disclosure featuring like Sam Smith or something. Um, the song is called Latch and we chose the acoustic version or the slow version of it. And that's not totally the different vibes. <laughs> Dude, I am so looking this up. Afterwards. Yeah, I know. I know exactly. I know exactly the version of each that you're talking about. They're worlds apart. You should do some podcast magic and play about five seconds of each and how different they are. Cause it was awkward. Oh my gosh. We will Very do that. gosh i'm writing that down yeah so <laughs> funny, funny story <laughs> so for us for our first dance that was really our first dance on our wedding day when my wife and i got married was the there was that was the only thing that really happened that day that was bad uh my wife slipped on her dress so she it wasn't bustled and so she slipped and fell and she fell hard she laughed about it obviously but we got picked up but that was right after our djs had just had a major malfunction on the mix board and then also played the wrong song uh and then we stopped and then went up and told them so then there was this awkward lull where so i don't know if stopping it was the right thing but Anyways, it was awkward either way to stop and then have to wait two or three minutes while we're just on the dance floor. It was kind of weird, too. So looking back, you guys, at that moment and like pushing through this techno song, <laughs> I literally was probably I have blinders on when I'm shooting, you know, like I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, I'm just shooting. I'm not living in the moment. I'm shooting. Yeah. 
So when you push through, do you look back now and just laugh about it? Or do you wish that you would have had the song that you, do you know what I mean? I laugh about it because that's probably one of the most memorable things that kind of stick out. Um, True. To me, me. but I don't know, like, I don't, it, it bothers me, but I'm not going to, let like it let it affect you uh, yeah like i yeah. won't let it like fester i'll i'll move on <laughs> that's yeah. good well, and ben and was it... just furious he just went up and punched the dj afterwards <laughs> oh i, I like about it all the time yeah. never, i was gonna never, say never, never, never forget it so yeah. it's hilarious well yeah and had it gone that way you wouldn't probably have the memory of it that you have you know like yeah. it wouldn't be so solid yeah. like you wouldn't remember been saying this is the wrong song <laughs> if things went super smoothly yeah that was what a about, pretty vivid recount yeah it was uh, prior to the wedding um I don't know if I've ever really asked this explicitly but prior to the wedding do you remember any like low moments I would say, so I was actually kind of surprised about myself like I thought it would be more stressed out. There were moments where I got stressed and the things that I got stressed about, I actually kind of find silly. Um, I think, like I can think of two things that I felt like were really stressful for me. It's figuring out if my sister was going to be able to make it to our wedding because she lives in California. And the other thing was, um, what my mother-in-law was going to wear. <laughs> what? <laughs> Those are two things that really consumed your mind. Yes, they, they really did. Like, so that's why I was like, this is what I let bother me. So, so I don't know. Hold on. I, I need a little more. Like, were you worried she was going to go super extra or yeah. like, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. My, my whole family is very extra um over the top and my mother is no exception it's kind of obscene and so very much i'm gonna be the star of the show type of dress is where it started and it yeah. was it was definitely a little bit crazy so we had to we had to kind of get an inside peek to what the heck she was going to wear and then uh tone it down a little bit and put it that way oh my. i don't really remember her dress actually I feel like I do. I feel like it was like, it had like a sparkly top. Yes. Sparkly. Um, it, was shoulder. it like blue? It was like a pasty or like a, like a very dusty pink is what it was. Oh my gosh. Yes. Was it kind of satiny on the bottom? Yeah. Oh. I had like, I don't know. There were. I'm pulling it up right now. There were a couple of different layers. To I'm the pulling dress. it up. And, I and I'm also. Really big, um, like the big uh, shoulder pads. Yeah, but that's so like filipino thing yeah like filipino culture like the big shoulder pad dress is like the cultural thing so she had like a custom made dress in the philippines made and then shipped over oh no oh my gosh okay i'm looking at it chris i'm gonna show you oh my gosh <laughs> you're right that's, that's I, didn't, down version. I don't that's have a even down version <laughs> yes okay chris you ready i'm ready i can't zoom in i'm sorry <laughs> oh i'm the here for those shoulder pads those, those yeah, are like some gorgeous, man. <laughs> she can like knock somebody out with yeah. for sure. So well, so that like you were that was something that legit like was like oh man I don't know that that like you thought about yes because 
she had actually reached out to me and asked um like what she should wear yeah or if it would be okay if she wore this this or this and i said no to a lot of them <laughs> and so, so you're like i feel like an a-hole yes she's so I, cute though yeah she looked really pretty i like it she was very, yeah i think she got her moment yeah so the, i mean that was the the toned down version the best mm-hmm. that i could do and so like I think I was just really concerned because I felt like she was going to <laughs> like outshine the bride. <laughs> I can totally bride. understand that. So I get that. my, yeah. my, I guess my low prior to the, uh, the wedding is just stressing out about that. Yeah. So really quickly, this is on the topic of Ben and your mother. You guys did a really like a, choreographed dance if i recall yeah so right? my mom loves to dance like my whole family like loves the party my mom loves to dance and so one thing is i'm really glad that for brenda and i's first dance we didn't choreograph anything because they played the wrong song um <laughs> but me and my mother had a choreographed dance and that went off pretty well and she i think like all the uh preconceived conversations that we had about not on the non-denominational wedding, all the all the hardship we had on the whole leading up to it. I gave her that dance, and I feel like that took care of everything. She was happy. She got to be the star of the show. She got to shine, uh, show off her cool moves and her amazing dress. So it all kind of worked out in the end. But it was a ton of fun. So, man, yeah. you know what? I'm like, we've talked about this before. Like in theory, like on the podcast, you know, if you're about like basically p- picking your battles, like what do you, what hill are you gonna die on? And to hear it like play out in a way to where you're like, no, we stood our ground on what mattered most, yet you chose to honor your your parents, uh, specifically your mom, in a way that would still make her feel important, valued, all of that stuff to see that it helped with a lot of that tension. Like that's so amazing to hear. And I hope that people will take that. Like everyone knows their parents. They know how they're going to react to things. And maybe you can get ahead of something like this by brainstorming like, how can I help my parents feel valued, appreciated, and loved during the wedding planning process? So I appreciate yeah. you sharing that. Yeah, same. Because you're right. We do like theorize it. We're like, well, maybe you could do this and then you could honor. So it worked. Um, on that same note, Brenda, you dan- when you danced with your dad, this is all from memory, but this was also like very in- kind of intentional. When you danced with your dad, it was like a traditional, wasn't it? It was yeah. like a traditional dance, right? it was so that uh, was a like I don't tell me about that so just that's an I guess another thing is um with intention I just felt like if I danced to like an American or a Western song with my dad I just wouldn't have felt comfortable like doing it it just wasn't me and mm-hmm. us um, and I think, again, like that was another thing, like Benny's mom really enjoyed, um, the choreographed dance that they had together. And I think my dad really enjoyed being able to, um, do a traditional dance with me. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Oh, and during this point you had like an outfit change. Yes, I did. I changed into, so I changed from my um, like American wedding dress into the traditional Lao um, dress, which is 
made of silk and has like tons of little detailed ornate designs on it. So yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. There were just so many when I think back to your wedding day, I do think of like a lot of intention, even though there was a like it was a traditional American wedding. But at the same time, there were just like intentional decisions weaved throughout. So to caveat, as far as your mental health and your mental health together as a couple, I think this is really cool having both of you on. How did you two navigate your mental health and your relationship throughout this wedding planning season? Was it strained at all? Did you guys find yourselves agreeing on everything? I agreed with everything, Brendan. <laughs> smart, smart man. Um, I think we did everything in like Google Drive or Google Sheets and Docs. So I built spreadsheets and everything. And I would just bug Brenda and be like, hey, have you done this yet? And then she'd tell me to leave her alone. And I'd leave her alone. And then I'd check in a week later, like, have you done any of these like 10 things that need to happen? No, leave me alone. I'll get it done when I need it. So I just... <laughs> I was probably more just like poking and prodding. Yeah, it was really funny was like fun. how much he kept pushing me because I would just sit and sit and do nothing. He's like, hey, are you ever going to book this? Are you ever going to book this? I said, yeah, I'll get to it. And he's like, well, you're like four or five months in. You've done nothing. Do you feel like you needed that? Like, um. Maybe because I'm a very slow and like cautious person yeah um so that's just kind of the speed that i always move at um i don't ever really like to just dive or speed through things i'm always like all right am i making the right decision do i really want this um so that's just kind of how i flow <laughs> very <Yeah. simple. laughs> very indecisive with decisions especially major ones of like hey like start start making some decisions here like, you can't be going back and forth until the day of like just just pick some easy things and keep it moving so yeah and i don't think i was ever like mentally like exhausted or felt completely drained i felt like i did pretty well i think the part where i got the most stress was probably the the last month of wedding planning um because that's kind of when like okay like do i have this this and this and then if i don't have it I need to order it or I need to get it. And then I need to think about how long it's going to take to, to get here and when I need to submit it by. So I think the last month is probably when I felt the most pressure because I needed everything here physically. So. Yeah, yeah, I can I can understand that for sure. Shipping times are then, you're, you're like the mercy of UPS. <laughs> well, and, and then sometimes too, you're like, you don't know what you don't know. And so you're like, oh crap, am I forgetting anything? Like, is there anything that we should have done that we didn't do? And it just, it starts to come down to the wire. So um, I, I have one more question for you. If you, and I wanna kinda hear from both of you guys, um, but if you could give any piece of advice to anyone who is planning, uh, their wedding right now, like what piece of advice would you give them? I'll go first. So I'd say you should think about you and your future spouse and do what you both feel is right and that you don't necessarily have to do what is the norm or what is considered traditional. I feel like it's okay to make it your own. And I feel like that's what it should be because it's about you and your future spouse. 
um, just because this is how it was done um, traditionally doesn't mean that you guys have to follow in that same path. Um, I really like that, you know, I think now in our day and in time that a lot of couples, you're starting to see a lot of personalized twists in, in weddings. Um, so I really like that, you know, just be you, think about you and don't always think about what other people are going to, to say or what their opinions are going to be. So that is probably my, my piece of advice. That's that. good. So Brenda gave you the uh, emotional side of the wedding. I'll give some more tactical type of because I mean, I definitely agree with everything she said. Bring it so, on spreadsheets. Yeah. So I, I definitely uh, tried to keep things in control budget wise and timeline wise. Um, I am not an organized person. Like Brenda is typically the organized person. I'm more of the, Hey, we'll, We'll figure it out when we get there and i was just like all right this is a big big event there's too many moving parts um in my job i typically have project managers who kind of control projects and so i yeah. kind of knew what to do and what to follow but um like there's plenty of like wedding planning budget tools online that you can find and we found a few of them and i we would just put in numbers like placeholders to figure out how much does a wedding freaking cost because you can mm -hmm. google average you can ask some friends and that's always a weird thing to ask how much do you pay for your wedding right wow. um, and so you, you never really have a good number um but as you start making inquiries you can start putting them in that sheet and you can kind of work backwards from you know whatever your budget is to see if it was realistic because um i asked brenda I was like how much you want to spend on this wedding and the first number she put out i go okay, based on booking K and B and wild Oaks <laughs> in an open bar, you can't buy anything else. So <laughs> either, like stop giving me a number that's going to make me feel better and give me a realistic one. And so we kind of had to work backwards through it. And then we tracked it all and then tracking, um, like a lot of people want a deposit and then paid 30 days before or 60 days before. Yeah. And so being able to track all that, um, just gave you peace of mind. Like you said, like the last 30 days is crunch time hmm. and knowing like when to pick stuff up, who to pay, when it's paid, how they want their payment, whether it's online or cash, or whatever was, uh, was crucial and kind of helped the logistical side. And then, uh, having a day of coordinator was an absolute godsend for, for <laughs> us just to have someone who all the family members could go to, or we could go to kind mm -hmm. of manage the day of it just reduced a lot of stress because I think we've all been to weddings where it's like put on some random family member to run the day of and it's or the bride themselves and it's just it's just too much for a person who's not a pro I guess so to speak so yeah yeah well and then you're either you or your family member is missing out on enjoying especially it's like a lot of times it ends up being mom and like mom can't enjoy herself so having that day of coordinator you guys didn't really have to worry about anything yeah. Like at all. Yeah. I think, uh, we both been at weddings, um, where like family members are, have a bunch of jobs to do, whether it's a day of coordinator or anything like that. And we were really big on trying to make sure our family could enjoy the day and all of our family mm -hmm. members. Um, you know, we both have cousins who, who do videography and shoot photos, but we use them for our bread, our, our Laotian ceremony, but for the mm -hmm. day of on the American, uh, American ceremony, we really wanted them to enjoy the day. Right. Like that was a tough decision for us because one hand we wanted to support them and like give them an opportunity to shoot. But at the same time, it's like, you know, how many times do you get to enjoy a family member's wedding? Um, yeah. and we didn't want them to work. And so it was a tough, it was a tough decision for us, but I think, uh, 
it worked out in the end and I think they really had a, a good time. Yeah, they got to relax and make memories too. Like I'm sitting here trying to recall your wedding day and there's mo- like it's coming to me and then I'm like, I can't remember that because it's just a blur if you're when you're in the zone. And so you gave your family members that gift of being present by having that. So is there, this is a question that I just thought to ask you, but is there a anything from your wedding day that you wish you would have done differently? I don't expect you to necessarily have an answer. This is very random, but. Yes, Benny and I, we both gave our moms a set of numbers of like who they could invite to the reception. And if I had to, or if I could go back, I probably just would have not given them the option to Mm. invite those additional guests. Um, We try to really make it about us, but at the same time, we were trying to meet our moms in the middle. Um, And had they been able to do or invite whoever they wanted that list would have been like insane yeah it would have been out of control so that's probably the one thing that I would probably just change is reduce that number a little bit more yeah and because they can go create I mean they can invite every person they've ever met because they're like I'm they're proud like they're proud that these are their children and they're getting married and like they've become good productive humans in society so they like want to show you off but there can be a limit that needs to happen especially like every person you invite's and in dollar sign yeah 100 <laughs> you know not necessarily just that they're dollar signs but you know what i mean <laughs> right they caught yeah it costs something to have them there so um guys is there anything else that you can think of that maybe you're sitting there that you're like oh man i wish i would have said this or it excuse me, they didn't ask a question about this, but um, I wanted to say that. Is there anything like that going on with you guys? Always uh, double check your first dance song and make sure it's the correct version. <laughs> Definitely. Because I, I, for my mom's dance, we did like a matchup of different like little clips of songs and a ton of fun. So I gave them that song and we told them the song that we wanted to do for a first dance. And so I think they just kind of made the assumption and went with the more popular original version. Yeah. Didn't, didn't hear the rest of the sentence. Oh. Uh, I think that's where the disconnect was. But yeah, that's in, in lightheartedness. That's but I think thing. it was partly like yeah. my fault too, because I think it was written down somewhere. And I think it had, I don't know, somewhere on there, probably the version or something. But I thought I had like, you know, I don't know. It, it got lost in translation. Lost in yeah. translation. Yeah. Double check those songs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's anything else for you, Brenda? Hmm. I don't have anything else. You guys have shared a lot. Yeah, you guys have given yeah. us a lot and our listeners a lot too. So we really appreciate you guys coming on, carving time out of your weekend to be here with us. And uh, and we just appreciate it. Ashley, got anything else you want to add? I don't. I'm just so glad I get to see your face again. Yeah, and you guys get to see Ashley's laggy face and stuff like that. <laughs> So thank you guys so much for listening and joining in as usual. Let us know if you are interested in doing a wedding breakdown with us on the podcast. You can hit us up and on Instagram at the bridal breakdown, and we will talk to you guys very soon. Have a good day. Bye.